and believe totally in righteousness. And the scriptures shall apply when you go to me, so that the man of God may be thoroughly fit for every good work. And facing righteousness. God is giving us the word to guide us in the path that that we live this time, that we face those life issues. We've done that down three times. Methods of communication, travel, education, clothing have all changed since Moses and the Israelites made their way through the desert. But the basic issues of humanity are still the same. Have you ever imagined what Moses might have done or how he might have enjoyed at home as he was walking through the wilderness with those individuals? A cell phone or a jumbo jet or a Kentucky Fried Chicken? We have all of those things, signs that. that in some areas, but we still face several blocks. We still face some of the problems that, that were before then and, and now before us. But it is in all the that the greatest struggle that lies within humanity is not so much with the things that are around the us, but with the control issues. Who's going to be in control of all of those things beyond the universe? And when I start to think of control, I feel like I'm not inspiring those controls. You know full well, Satan wants to control what's going on in your life. You know, God wants to control what goes on in our lives. That's two sides of the coming of God. And where the struggle comes in is with the third part where you actually want to be much of the controller as far as our lives are concerned. So those, those three points. Satan, God, and ourselves are really striking. I don't know if you're acquainted with his little booklet, The Calvary Road. It's an old booklet. But in it, he makes a statement where he says, We we need to take that big act to stand for ourselves and bend it into a big sea. To stand for God. And what he was saying is in our life, we need to take the first person's task, all of the things, surrender to Christ, and let Christ have that control in our life. The big I has always been in conflict with the big team. We've dealt with. Uh, in the 
But with the Bible, when we find several variations, the Bible becomes important to us. And until that issue is We want to make some of those That's why we need the teaching. That's why we need the education. That's why we need the understanding and relationship. In a way, it's a There are six people in Christ. Sixty-four things that are said we need to do. We won't go over all of them, but the imperative is still some of them. The imperative for our walk in life is individual. So you go to the, the second chapter in the first verse and say, "Pay attention to the Lord." To the world. In the third chapter, the first principle, it says, encourage one another. As we live together in the body, we need to encourage one another. I want to ask you, I don't know if you know how to do it, and I'm going to ask you to go to the book 13. I'm already reading it. Dealing with the struggle of the church where the church was not encouraging and the two last things and difficult times in her life. We sometimes see how it happens. So the Bible here is telling you to encourage one another in the Lord. In the fourth chapter, the seventh verse, it says, don't have you die. In the fourth chapter, the fourteenth verse, it says, hold fast. Your faithfulness. The assembling of ourselves together, the singing of the song, the reaching the Lord on fire together, all of us in our walk with the Lord. In the first verse, the first chapter, the first verse, it says, Bring the races before you. And the one that focuses on the glory, focuses on the purpose, not being selectable. Along the journey, the focus is on the goal. The second verse of that last chapter is fix your eyes on Jesus. That's where the focus is to be in our lives. In the 14th verse of that last chapter, which is 53. In the 14th chapter, the fourth verse is to marriage is to be held in honor. And in the 15th chapter, the 13th, in the 15th, in the 15th, 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 the 15
I'm not sharing more of the inheritance that is a handful of the 64 that are in there. This is just about the study of those things. But the word of God gives the guidelines that help us The author has brought us a superior salvation. He was superior to Moses. He was a superior priest. And he offers them a superior covenant for us to follow. And so demands of us superior. That's what sociology is teaching you Sunday after Sunday about the superior God and how he wants you to be exposed to him. So let's just look at the first six verses of the 13th chapter of Hebrews. The greatest instruction keep on loving each other as brothers. Don't forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, some of evil turn to angels without you. Remember those who are in prison, as if you were their fellow prisoners, and those who are mistreated, as if you yourselves were suffering. Marriage should be made by law. The marriage bed is set pure. For God has said to you about for an hour and a half. If God hasn't been given to us, he's not there. And the 13th chapter, the writer is conceiving the beautiful title. We don't know who the writer is. All we know is it is inspired by God. And the writer is conceiving his letter. And he opens up some basic principles to the rest. And he says, keep on loving each other as brothers. Keep on loving each other as brothers. A woman that God places within us. Love that enhances the life of everyone else. He says, the culture is saying, care for individuals around the world. And I, I see that's what you're doing in your program, is you're reaching out and doing things in the, in the community and helping them out in a different way. This is a biblical basis for what you're doing. And I commend you for it. The, the, the author in, in the, the letter where they filled with his, he, he said, Timothy said, Strengthen the individuals around you. Stimulate existence. And let God work through you in that emphasis that it's 
Thank you. 
known this week than the Hindus. 